Here we welcome to another edition of My Darkest Hour. So great to have you guys with us. So good to see you guys all. We're keeping the flow flowing. It's been a really great year so far. A lot of things have been happening. Uh, I've been really busy, of course. Uh, don't forget, you can always find me at the University of Magicus. Uh, we're doing our classes still. We're keeping that stuff rolling. We're getting a lot of comments of you guys going out there and checking out the classes. You can sign up at University of Magicus. You can go to, to the uh, uh, Magicus U, and that you'll be able to find our classes, all the teachers, of course. Um, everyone knows uh, I'm doing a lot of stuff with Patty. We're constantly busy. It's been uh, nonstop, especially this year. We've had so many strange cases going on, and you know, I really love to tell you guys more about that stuff. So make sure you go to the university and check it out, and don't forget to go to the YouTube channel to watch all the past videos that we've done. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that like button if you like the content. Always, if you get a chance, go into the comments and let me know what you guys are looking for. We'll see if we can do that. I will be posting more of the investigation stuff that we've had. had an incredible case. I got lucky to just kind of stumble into full-blown poltergeist stuff. Coolest ghost ever. Throwing money at us out of nowhere. It was unbelievable. I will show you guys the clips in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that and check it out. Right now, uh, my guest tonight is a longtime good friend, Charlie Kraszewski. And um, someone I've known for a while, I've done a lot of the paranormal uh, the paracons and some of the events. Uh, he's a psychic medium, as well as being a master uh, card reader, which I, I love. Everyone knows that I read my cards. I, I use the, the thought deck. A lot of people say, well, that's really uh, pretty intense and kind of dark, but it's not really. It gives you the 12 extra trumps. That kind of gets you more definite uh insight of what we're looking at so you guys can go to the video of that and learn more about the card reading stuff and once again we'll have that on the university of magicus so right now let's go ahead and bring charlie in and uh get started and find out what has been happening with him charlie hey stefan what's going on awesome you look great cool i like your background there the blue wall looks nice yeah, well, it's just in the bedroom. I figured this is a comfortable place to be, so just now, hanging is out. That, is that a cat? Yes, that is uh, one of one of six cats that we have. Uh, this one's Mystic, and she wants a ton of love, so she'll be all over me tonight. Oh, awesome. I wasn't sure. I just saw this thing moving. I'm like, oh, Charlie, grow a tail? What's going on with that? <laughs> no, no, no tail yet. Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us. You know, uh, been wanting mm -hmm. to be on the show for like almost 10 years now. Here we are, finally. Finally, uh, finally, we made it happen. The time was right. Yes, exactly, exactly that. So I was telling everybody a little bit about the background. Uh, I know, mm -hmm. you, you know, you do the card reading and you tell people, you do readings for people, of course. Uh, yes. Psychic abilities and stuff like that. I've seen you do some work out there in the field. and It's, it's always fantastic, you know. So if you could start by telling us a little bit about your background. How did you find out about your abilities and how did you get started and where you're at now? Oh, uh, it's, it's always kind of been there in the background. I just never really focused on anything. I grew up in a house that had like four different ghosts in it. Each one had its own personality. And at first, of course, I'm terrified. I'm like, nope, I don't want to deal with it. I'm not talking to you. I don't want to see it. But, you know, they made themselves known to me because obviously they knew I could see them or, you know, knew that they were around. So they kept, you know, reaching out to me. I'm like, all right, fine. And, um, I was like, okay, I'll just dive more into this. And then as I started looking at things and just trying to figure it out, I mean, this was back in the early 90s. So, you know, the internet was barely a thing at that time. You know, you had to kind of do your research on your own, you know, whatever you could find, library books, whatever, you know, some kind of thing. And uh, tarot had always called to me. I was always, you know, I was so fascinated with the cards. I'm like, I'm going to learn that because that's going to be the thing I, I, I'm going to do. That's the that's the thing. I just felt it. And then I got my first tarot deck, you know, an original Rider weight deck, you know, with basically 
the only thing you could find at the time. Mm -hmm. And I got the, you know, I was so happy. I got that deck. I got it home. I opened it up and I looked at the cards and I said, what? What is this? I had no idea. And then I started reading about it and all these things that you had to do. You know, you had to like sleep with the cards for three days and all of this to make a connection. And there's, I was like, I'm like, uh uh, no, uh uh, I have no time for this. I thought this would be just, you know, pull it out, bam, it's going to tell me the secrets of the universe. And it didn't. So I put them away. I said, nope, forget about it. And then, you know, but it was always there, always calling to me. You know, how those things get under your skin and you just have to do it. So, you know, a couple of years go by and I'm looking around some other things. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe that was just the wrong deck. You know, there's got to be more than one deck. So I did some more research and I found, you know, our our good friend, the, the Toth deck or Thoth deck, however you say it, you know, Crowley's yeah. deck. And I was, that deck called to me so strong. I was like, oh my God, this is the one. This is the one I got to get. No, Mystic. Sorry, I got a cat that is just attacking me right now. Somebody wants anyway, so, Yeah. Yeah. So I I got that deck and I was like, okay, I, this is going to be the one. I'll figure it out. And I started looking through it and I was just blown away. I'm like, okay, found a book on it, read the book, understood about 2% of it. I was like, you know, this is going to work. And did some more research and uh, I found out that. That deck is known as the hardest deck in the world to learn, read, do. You know, it's like, if you are a beginner, don't go anywhere near this deck. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, of course. The, the deck that start I am going to... Start with the Rider deck. Yeah, yeah, I should start with Rider, but nope, I had to go to the top because that's the one that called me. I'm like, that's just the way my whole thing works. I have to go to the hardest thing first and figure it out, and then everything else comes behind it. So I put in quite a lot of work, finally figured out, you know, it's like, okay, this is how you do it. It was just, you know, reading for myself, learning the cards, and... Uh, I don't know, about six, seven years ago, a couple of friends were like, you know, hey, give me reading, give me reading. I was like, oh, no, 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 you don't want a reading. You know, and I, I didn't want to dive into it. It's like I just kept, I wanted to keep it to myself for some reason. I almost felt like, I was almost like scared to let people know that I could do these things. If that makes any sense to people, I'm sure it does. But uh, then I found uh, another deck called the Wild Unknown deck. And I just connected immediately with that deck. And I was like, okay, now that I had that deck and I did readings for a couple of friends and every time it's just been spot on. I was like, yep, this is the thing I do. So it, it's been really quite the adventure. That's awesome. And it, it's funny because everyone talks about their first deck and it's usually the writer deck. It's like the most common mm -hmm. deck there is. I st when I started, I was a little kid. Um, I must have been five or six, and I actually mm -hmm. my, my mom actually got me my own little writer deck, and it was a little tiny one like that. And I still have uh -huh. it today, the little one. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's and it is true about the whole bonding of the deck because you got to infuse your energy with it. There has to be that connection. So what uh -huh. I used to do as a kid is I would actually play solitaire with it because all the the cards line out the same way as a regular uh -huh. deck of cards. So I was just playing with that and getting familiar with it and the shapes and stuff. And then as I got older, I learned more and then I grew up and I got the bigger deck. And that mm -hmm. progressively got me on to the top deck, which like mm -hmm. I was just saying, there's 12 more trumps in there, which gives you a bigger definition of what you're looking at. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I have all the books and stuff and read all the charts and all this madness. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be the hardest deck in the whole world. But but in reality, when you start reading the deck, it Mm -hmm. it's not really that hard. You're doing the layout and things are coming right out to you. And I think that's just part of the connection of the flow that we have going through the cards. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a deck. Um, I usually just keep that one. I'll, I'll read for myself with that deck. And, and if I get somebody who I've done readings for, I have a couple of repeat clients and if they're not listening or like not getting the message, then the next time they come to me, I pull out the Thoth deck because for me, that one pulls no punches. It tells it the way it is. And if you aren't going to listen, it's going to slap you. Yeah. And so, 
Yeah, when when somebody needs that, just like bam, here's totally the truth. True. That's why the deck that you want to have uh, read because you know it doesn't. There's no second mm-hmm. guessing. It's like, oh, yeah. that could be this, or maybe it's going to that. It's like, no, mm-hmm. the top deck is gonna be like, oh, this is what's happening. These are the path that you can choose. Choose mm-hmm. your destiny. It's like, oh, either you're gonna listen, or you're not gonna listen, but it's telling you straight up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah that deck just cuts right through everything, and yeah, definitely tells you, boom, yeah, just hits you over the head with it. It's like here it is, believe it yeah. or not, but that there's your choices. Do it, yeah. you know. So yep. you were saying you grew up in a haunted house. It had some ghosts in your house. Uh, yes, sir. I I kind of did the same thing, uh, but we lived in an area which was heavily populated with Indian spirits. You know, mm-hmm. okay. Everybody was a kid, I I always saw them like day one and i never thought anything weird about it mm-hmm. you know because when you're around certain spirits and you see them you get you, you bond with that impression they're giving you you know you can yeah. tell if they're not good or if they're really good and passive you know mm-hmm. i always have these great experiences with the indians always coming by and, and like standing there and smiling at me into being that nice friendly atmosphere and they would move on and go to my mm-hmm. sister's room and walk through the back closet and whatever um <laughs> but I always never had any, I never had any issues with it until I got a little bit older. And then I would come in contact with uh, things that were trying to get your attention and scare you a little bit. And I was a kid. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I had a weird experience uh, that, that not everything was cast for the friendly ghost, you know, something yeah. kind of menacing. Like one time I was alone and uh, a picture flew off the wall and I was just like, what the, what's going on here? You know, that kind of led me to let's investigate more about. The supernatural and what's really going mm-hmm. on and you know and i was lucky enough to have a mom who was already into that spiritual movement and she just kind of guided me through a lot of this stuff so it worked out oh, great okay. what yeah, about that's good. you did you always have good experiences or did you ever come across anything that wasn't so pleasant uh well like i said there was four ghosts in the in this house and in the garage was an old man spirit of an old man he was an angry old man just your classic and yeah, this this is uh you know if you're if you're angry in life you're gonna be angry when you're dead you know kind of thing when your spirit's there, he he wanted things his way he would slam boards around you know we had stuff stacked up he would knock it over, uh, I remember you know my dad had hooked up an old car radio one of those old ones with the dial and the other little line and he moved that to, for the stations. Cool. I I would put on my radio station, turn it up, you know, have the car in the driveway, washing my car, and the radio would change to the oldie station, and you know, so I'd be like, "What?" And stop. I go back in, put it back on my station. I thought sure my dad had come down and was messing me with me or whatever, and then back out washing my car, it changed again. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Okay, that's not funny." My dad comes out of the front door, which was upstairs. We go going like, who are you talking to? I was like, whoa. So I go back in and I'm like, no, this is stupid. I want to listen to my music. I push the button again, you know, put it on my station, stood there and go, no, I'm going to listen to my music. And as I stood there, I felt it. It got really cold around me. And all of a sudden that dial moved right back to the oldie station. <laughs> and oh, wow. I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm done. At that point, I think I was, I don't know, 17, 18. I was like, no, 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 no. This guy is no fun. Uh-uh. And I was like, okay, turned it off and just finished washing my car. And, you know, I wouldn't go in the garage for like three days. So it was, it definitely scared me. That's interesting. But at the same time, he could have been trying to like, you know, you know, older people are like, oh, back in my day, my music was so much better than what you kids listen to. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to have that show you stuff and like trying to be like a, a grandfather figure it's like you know don't listen to yeah. that yeah yeah it could have been but like if he didn't if he wasn't always like slamming stuff around like my dad did woodworking so he'd always have boards piled up he would knock the boards over throw them around you know i saw a board fly across the the garage one time and so no i think he was just an angry old man i don't think he was trying to show me anything i thought he was just pissed that you know i was listening to that jungle music or something you know yeah. something he did not like you know <laughs> 
that's what they do, you know. Yeah. Said, you know, like in life, like in death, you know, they're the same. They, they yeah. bring that energy with them, and they say they remain the same, you know. Yeah, yeah, that they do for sure. Yeah, I have uh, in this house right here. We we have about eight spirits. It's uh-huh. it gets pretty gnarly sometimes, and the majority of them are my wife's relatives. Oh, oh okay. In this office right here. Uh, I got two in this room, and it's a little tiny room. It's not a big deal. But mm-hmm. it's uh, my wife's uh, sister who passed and her fiance, and we've taken the equipment out and all that stuff. And I've seen them, we have video them. Uh, mm-hmm. Banging on the wall, on the closet right here a lot. I do, uh, like I was saying in the big, in the beginning, me and Patty do a lot of teaching at the University of Magic, which is like a, a Hogwarts kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I know and, uh, Yeah, cool. And uh, I'll be doing my classes, and things will be banging over here, and uh, uh, or things will be sliding behind me. It's like, come on, you guys! I'm in the middle of this. <laughs> What's going on? And people always point out, like, "What was that? I saw that thing." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's them messing yeah. around." That's what I got my, my haunted, my haunted uh, friend over here, right behind me, Abby. She always wants to be part of the show and be, you know, up in front, and she's always checking things yeah. out. But it's cool to do the classes, and people always say. What was that? I saw the guitar in the back move. You know what's going on? Or mm-hmm. they'll hear it plucked or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's usually pretty good, but sometimes they just show up in the wrong time, and I'm in the middle of something. You know? Yeah, it's like, guys, I'm trying to work here. Calm down, you know? Yeah, the worst is the bathroom. It's like, really? Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm busy here, you know, can you come back later? It's like, that's how oh. I met my, uh, my wife's dad. I was in the bathroom and all of a sudden I just smelled the smell of like diesel fuel just came up and oh. he worked on his uh truck his big diesel truck with a truck driver oh, I'm okay. like okay you know uh, I'll meet you in the living room about 15 minutes you know give me some time kind of thing uh mm-hmm. but that happens and that you know people who live in haunted houses they have to kind of expect that yeah yeah you set set your boundaries and this house, the the previous owner comes back. He haunts this place. He died in a, a car accident, but he comes back. He's been here a lot. He uh, comes in, checks in on us every so often. Anytime we change anything in the house, he's right here. You know, I think to to give his approval. I think that's why he comes back. You know, it's like, what are you doing to my house? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, and if they it- yeah. Uh, I believe that the previous owner of this house comes back once in a while because when I was dating uh, my wife before we got married, I would come over here and I knew it was just her and, and her daughter. Mm-hmm. I'd be like in the living room, like waiting for them to come out or whatever, and I would hear snoring down the end of the hallway, like a guy snoring. I'm like, what the heck is that? You know? Wow. And, yeah, and that was his room, and he and he passed mm-hmm. in this house. And that's how we ended up buying the house. Oh, yeah, okay. They, they always come back to their environment, of course. You know, mm-hmm. they always go back to where they felt most comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Excellent. So you're already seeing the spirits and stuff, so you knew you had some abilities. Mm-hmm. Did anybody uh try to nurture that with you? What was your parents' reaction when you told them about that? My parents were were like they're uh they were supportive and fascinated by it. Like anytime I would say anything or mention it to my mom, she was like, yeah, I kind of maybe felt something, but she's always been fascinated with it. She's supported me, you know, hundred percent, you know, anything that I do, which is great. So it made me feel less, you know, less weird, less strange. It's like, Oh, okay, cool. And then when I met Brian, my husband, uh, you know, he has got, um, you think I got good abilities. He's, he's an amazing guy. I mean, he, his spirits talk to him, everything. I mean, he's, he's right up there crazy. So he was like, you know, I'm, I've always wanted to go like ghost hunting and stuff. And I was like, well, let's get some recorders and go. So with, you know, with us together, that's when it really launched into, you know, investigating places and me really diving deep into it all. That's awesome. I mean, you, luckily you've had a partner that you can do that with that, that helps you kind of come together. Me and my wife do. Yeah. I mean, she's not really psychic to the extent mm-hmm. of stuff, but when she's with me, it kind of charges me up and it kind of opens things up a little bit. And I've known yeah. Brian for a long time too, and I noticed that about mm-hmm. him. You know, he's 
a real good spirit. Uh, other spirits kind of manifest and come to him because they want to be they're picking up on his energy, you know. Mm-hmm. You two together, yeah. I can imagine that. You guys are two like beacons going off, and, and <laughs> all the spirits are like, oh, what's going on over here? Let's see what these guys are up to, you know. Yeah, so yeah, we kind of, we attract a lot for sure. Yeah, especially going to all those locations, you know. We've, we've mm-hmm. done Vert, uh, Virginia City a bunch of times, we've done Walter City a, a bunch of times now. I mean, it's, it's great to go in those environments and, and to have a partner that you can do that with is, is a big game changer you know yeah yeah exactly um early on when we met you know it was coming up to my birthday and he was like well what do you want to do and i was like i've always wanted to go to the hornet you know always wanted to go on a tour of the hornet yeah, it's a old yeah, uh, world war amazing place so many great investigations there and so many people that i've known who've had yeah. great experiences there and this is this was right as we were starting for like you know ghost hunting you know paranormal stuff and so we went during the day for my birthday and you know just toured around the ship and we got activity during the day you know we were down in medical bay and seeing things move and you know it's all little like i i can see shadow figures all the time and oh man they were just you know they were so happy to see people you know that were ready to interact with them that day it was so cool and so that really like lit the fire on us and uh then brian looked it up and they did overnight investigations on the hornet so we signed up for the next one i think we had a k2 meter and two digital recorders and off we went and you know it was it was just an amazing night it was so much fun you get any voices like they say in the medical bay and in, in the bunks and stuff there's a lot of voices of people in there yeah yeah we've gotten evps there uh, my best one that night, we were up in one of the bunk areas and we were just doing some recordings, a whole group of people. And I asked, it was like, hey, do you prefer, do you prefer blondes or brunettes? And when we played it back, you could hear redhead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot to ask the other hair color. But yeah, so it was That's perfect. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, we've been on the Hornet so many times. There's a few spirits there that uh, they always show up for us. They're always, you know, they always come by. I have a guy up in the Admiral's quarters. He hangs out in the hallway. He always uh, ducks into the room, you know, pokes his head in the room and you know, lets me know he's there. Um, there's a guy, he was a cook. He's down in the kitchen. We we call him Sven. I'm not sure if that's really his name, but a couple of my friends got that name, and so we always say, "Hey, Sven," when we're there, and he'll knock on things. He'll he rattled a, a couple trays for us one day when we were down there. So I mean, there's just activity all over the place. It's amazing. That, that's awesome. Yeah, it could be his name, or it could be a nickname that he that he was very fond of. So that's cool. Yeah. He's identifying. Yeah, that's me. I'm over here. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we'll say something and he'll knock to let us know where we are. So we'll head over that way and you know, just he's uh he said like hi a couple of times on EVPs. You know, not much. We haven't got a lot. It's more just the feeling that he's there. And you know, those feelings you get, you know the spirits there, and you kind of interact that way. Yeah, you know, that's the kind of action we get with him. But he's yeah. he's a great guy. I get that a lot when I'm in the engine room at the Queen Mary, like way mm-hmm. below the ship. Oh yeah. Yeah. So those guys are in there doing their thing, you can hear them. I've heard mm. them whistling. I've heard them banging on stuff like they're fixing stuff, you yep. know, and it's very interesting. And when we come in there, uh, like, like the whistling guy, as soon as you get to the doorway or the whistling guy, it's like his hallway, he just kind of mm-hmm. stops. So I'm pretty sure he just stops like looking at like, oh, what's this guy going to do? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And some of the big ships I've, I've experienced that on, you know, and it's, uh, I've never experienced anything really scary or anything, anything trying to intimidate mm-hmm. me like that. But you get them, they'll, I would do the same thing, you know. Uh, and I say that about investigations, but, you know, the spirit is going to decide at first when you're coming in if they're going to hang out with you or not. Because they think you're mm-hmm. some jerk. Like, you see the TV shows, and those guys are out there like, oh, you better come out here, spirit, and show yourself, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Would you go out there and hang out with that guy if that guy was talking to you like that? No, of I, course not. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to hang out in the patio until this, this jerk leaves. And, you know, but if you go in with a good attitude and say, oh, this place is so amazing. You know, you did such a great job in your house or, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of give them that respect and you honor them a little bit. I think they're more friendly. They're like, 
I've got some great EVPs talking about their furniture and stuff and, and them saying, yeah, um, mm-hmm. this was blue or whatever, you know, it was just kind of that friendship developing. And, and I, I, I think that's way better for an investigator. Yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. That's the way to go in. You know, it's like, you know, respect their space and be friendly and be happy. I found um, jokes, just being laughing, joking, even the stupidest dad joke or, you know, you know, whatever, clean, nothing, you know, funny joke. And you'll get equipment going off. You'll get EVPs of people laughing. It's that whole thing. Just bring in that positive high energy and spirits react to it. It's it's amazing. It's true. I was I was doing an investigation uh, just real quick. Me and Patty were doing this extreme haunting case. It was pretty bad. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm just myself. And I bring out my personality, and I'm, I'm very sarcastic. I might have a lot of fun, you know, and I just make jokes like we're talking about. And these things are like nasty spirits. And I'm just doing myself, and Patty's just like, oh, my God. I'm like, what? She's like, two of them think you are so funny. They are just cracking up. <laughs> this one guy, this one guy is just not having it. He is just getting madder and madder. I'm like, that guy has to go. He's got no personality. He's got no sense of humor. <laughs> What's he doing here? The other two, we can hang out, you know, yeah. and that kind of stuff. But it's true. You know, you lighten the mood by just having fun. And they're like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. This guy's not some jerk. He's not going to try to like harm us or anything. We're just going to hang out. Like, and that's what it's about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk a little bit about um, some of your greatest experiences. Let's talk about like, you know, you've been doing this a long time. What are some of the best moments that you can recall being in this field? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Right uh, wow. Sure. Just drop that on me. Best. Um, probably first year at Vulture City was just mind blowing. That place. Um, it seemed like all the spirits were finally like, wait a minute. You guys can see us. You can interact. And it was crazy. Anywhere you went, there was activity. It was so much fun. Um, I'm really good with dowsing rods. I have a, it's basically called a witch's fork. It's like a U-shape. So it's like a one-handed dowsing rod. So yeah, I can just hold it one hand. And we were back in a building that had like, it used to be a warehouse. And there was a guy, a spirit back there. I think he said his name was Steve. And he was just chatty, chatty. Every question he was answering. And you could tell he was right there and excited that somebody saw him and was interacting with him. I mean, just that whole night was an amazing. It's probably one of my top. Um, And um, just what building was that in? Was that in the assessor's building? Uh, yeah, um, no, it was actually the one behind, you know, where the, the bunkhouse is, it was the yeah. building right across from the bunkhouse. The garage or? Yeah, the-, the garage. Okay. It was cool. in the garage. Yeah, it was back there. And in the, uh, the assayers building, I was actually there with a couple of, you know, when we were just going around, there's like two or three of us there. And so I came in and I had my dowsing rods. I was like, hey, we just uh, got some gold and we were told to come over here. Can you show me where we're supposed to go, what we're supposed to do? And dowsing rod turned right to the first station. So we walk over there and, you know, they had all this display and signs explaining things. So we read it. It's like, oh, okay, here's where we weigh it. Okay. And then it's like, all right, what do we do now? Dowsing rod turned to the next point of this. And it took us all the way around the room explaining each step. It was so cool. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. That's what I do yeah. with my little, my, my, little, um, my little meter that I have, my 360 periscope. Uh-huh. Yeah. It lights up for yes or no questions and stuff. And it's got a thing. And I'll just say, hey, light it up. Where do you want to take me? Let's go on an adventure. And all of a sudden, one thing will light up and we'll just follow it. And it takes me to wherever it wants to go. I did that at, at Virginia City at the McCain Mansion. Uh-huh. And I was in yeah. contact with the little girl that was upstairs. And she took me all the way down the back stairs through the backyard to the playset mm-hmm. area where all the kids used to play. Oh, wow. That so is cool. Stuff. I'm like, all right, let's go, kids. Let's do this. So, <laughs> love, to, love when they take us on adventures. And that means they're really happy that we're there to help mm-hmm. you know, honor yeah. their story, to experience them. You know, Like you said, 
he was so happy that you were able to see him and interact with them because yeah. how many people go there and they're trying to get attention and, and no one's paying attention because they're not connecting with their energy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then um, one of the things that I've started doing the past couple of years because, you know, tarot cards and reading cards is um, I said, well, why can't why can't I try and read for a spirit? You know, why couldn't I read cards for a spirit? And so I've I played around a couple of times, like on the Hornet, you know, and getting and I had other friends that are psychics, you know, that, um, you know. So it wasn't just me saying it, it was kind of like verification, you know, they knew, yes, you know, there's another spirit there and they could get information. I'm getting information and it all lined up. So I was like, OK, this does work. I can do this. And I've kind of honed it. I have a, a, a new layout, a new pattern that I use for when I'm reading for spirits, how I lay out the cards. And it's just been amazing. When I was in Virginia City, we were in the Washoe Club. And we were sitting there, we had a spirit box running, and I started doing a reading. And so it's like, okay, you know, laid out the cards, start reading them. And I'm getting responses through the spirit box, like I'm reading a person. It was so cool. It's awesome as anything. And then the next night, other friends were at the Washu investigating, and they actually caught someone was recording. They had a spirit box, and it came through the spirit box, um, something about tarot or like the guy with tarot. And they're like, oh, yeah, there was someone reading tarot in here last night. And they're like, yeah, it helped us. Cool. So, I mean, you know, the next day, spirits are still talking about, you know, me reading tarot cards for them. It's, I'm, there's the, that's the one I think that just blew me away the most because I wasn't even there the next night. And, but then they, you know, they sent me the videos and everything. And I just like could not believe it. It's amazing. Yeah, that's exciting, you know. And then now that, that one spirit's going around telling everybody that you're reading cards, they're all lining up. <laughs> When's he going to come back? Let's, let's, let's yeah. Let's, you know? Then you're going to have to yeah, see like a few of them for them. But that's cool. That's building that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so I got to get back up there once the snow melts. I am not a snow guy, so I won't go up there while it's cold. Yeah, summertime's better for that place. Yeah, much better. Well, that's awesome. You know, and, and, and that's kind of like one of the things that I do in a lot of places that I go to most frequently. Mm -hmm. I, do, I do a thing called uh, the a paranormal music party. And uh, what I do is I'll go to these places and introduce myself to the spirits and do some stuff with them. And I'll pick another day and say, hey, you guys, let's have a party. I'm going to come back next Thursday and we're going to have a party. We're going to play music and blah, blah, blah. And I do that. I start with when the building was, you know, made or christened. Mm -hmm. Start with that era, and I just kind of go through generations of music. And then we have all the cameras and all the bells and whistles going, you know. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like the spirits really, really appreciate something like that because how many how many times do people go into these places and they're like, oh, hey, can you tell us why you're here? What's your name? With the recorders and stuff and. Mm -hmm. Over and over again, and if it was me, I would be like, oh, not this again. There were people here like two hours ago asking that question. It's like, really? Yeah. But if you do something, you just mix it up, and it's not about you trying to get information. It's like, hey, whatever you want to do, let's just do, but let's do this. I want to play some music. Get one party. And then mm -hmm. we were getting on our cameras, like the the SLS cameras, and you know, stick figures. Yeah. And I'm like tapping their feet and like snapping their fingers and stuff. I, wow. I did one place and uh, from the 20s, and it was all good. But when I got to the 40s wartime music, you know, the, the, uh -huh. the, the World War II kind of stuff, the yeah. big band era, oh, man, that place went nuts. There was Everything was blinking and moving because of the spirits. You know, I figured it was a dance floor area. Um, and this is something mm -hmm. I, I've done with the Ghost Adventure stuff. Um, Put meters all on the dance floor because if they're going to dance and stuff, they're going to be bumping into my gear and lighting it up. And sure, oh, yeah. Enough, things are lighting up and glowing, and you know, we've got the speakers going, and we can hear voices like almost singing along to the songs. It was so, so great, and the energy was so high because just mm -hmm. so much excitement in having fun. And that's what I try to tell a lot of people who want to get into investigating it's like, go out mm -hmm. there. Let them know you're there for them and have fun with them because every time you come back, they're just going to get excited that you're there and it'll just be better every single time. 
And that's what I do with Vulture City. I go there yeah. and, you know, I go to the brothel and I'm always, hey, ladies, it's Stefan, blah, blah, blah. And I'll go in there with, you know, Patty or whoever. They're like, oh, they're so excited you're here. They're totally excited you're here. I'm like, cool, let's have fun. Let's do this and that. You know, yeah. It's, it's awesome. And I recommend that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, who are they going to remember? The guy who played music and had the party, or the or the guy who asked him for the you know three thousandth time, "What's your name? How did yeah. you die?" You know, yeah. seriously, you know. I, yeah. In my classes, I even say that I'm like, don't go in there asking the same boring stuff. You know, everyone does that. Make it exciting and make it about them. Instead mm-hmm. of asking them, you know, what what year did you die? Say, hey, what was your favorite flavor of ice cream? You know, mm-hmm. something like that. And they'll be like, oh, ice cream. I remember ice cream. You know, just something yeah. wonderful. You know, what kind of music did you play? And we were doing that at Vulture in the brothel. And there was been like 11 of us in there. And we had everyone spread out, you know, so the, so the spreads can walk back and forth and stuff. And yeah. we got them to play the piano three times for us. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, it was nice. We were watching it. I'm like looking at and talking to everybody. And all of a sudden the piano goes, boing. And there's nobody there, and I'm like, "What? Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, let's let's get this clear. <laughs> Make sure you're there. I mean, mm-hmm. you can do it again. Bang! I'm like, what? That was awesome. you did so good. I'm so proud of you. Oh my god, that was so great. And all of a sudden, boing! I'm like, boing. oh my god, <laughs> I'm filming it. I'm just like, dude, you are on fire. You know? Dang. That's yeah. awesome. That's the kind of stuff that you get when you have a good time with your spirits, you know? They're there, mm-hmm. they're they've been there for so long and people are just come and go. But if you go there and hey, hey, party time, everybody, they're gonna get excited. So. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yep. Yeah, definitely. I, I had heard that I don't know, sometime kind of early on, you know, someone had said, hey, stop asking the same questions and you might get more responses. And yeah, believe it or not, it really works. Absolutely. Mm. So cool. Um, so what's what's next on the horizon for you? Like, what are you planning on doing? You're going to do a book? You're going to do anything like that? <laughs> uh, you had to that before. I mean, you know. <laughs> Well, no, actually not, but uh, a book is probably a bit off. There's so much out there, I would have to sit down and gather things, you know, so a book would be a while off. Uh, You know, I keep, people keep asking me, it's like, well, when are you going to make your own tarot deck? And so I'm actually sitting, I'm actually sitting down and it's like, okay, getting it together. You know, I have ideas in my head. The problem is I'm not an artist. I'm not very good. So I may be able to get like the sketches down and I'll have to find somebody who can make like, you know, decent art to actually bring the images in my head out onto the card. So, but I'm I'm really looking at uh, putting together my own tarot deck and seeing what happens. So that's the, that's the biggest thing probably on the horizon for me. That'd be amazing. Let me know when you got that. I want to get one. Oh, believe me, man. I everyone's gonna know when that thing comes out. So sure. you know, other than you know, you know, hitting a few paracons, doing some investigations around here. I'll be down in uh, Southern California for your Pacific Coast Paracon in June, which I'm looking forward awesome. to. That's it's gonna be awesome. amazing. So yeah. yeah, I've never been down there to your theater, so this is gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's a great place, and that's where I go to experiment with all my stuff, and that's where we started with the music party. I was doing that documentary, and I said, hey, you guys, and they came out. You know, we have a couple of spirits there that have shown themselves, and they're, they're dressed in, like, zoot suits and stuff, you know, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, that's, that's awesome, That's idea. I'm like, these guys are, like, big band guys. All right, let's go, you know. And, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. That is yeah. awesome. So that's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that. Uh, what about uh, Vulture? Are you going to go to Vulture this year? Yeah, yeah, I'll go to Vulture again. Uh, yeah, in the fall, I'll be I'll be vending there. Uh, they they've got a kind of t- uh, they're switching up the speakers uh, a lot, which is good. You know, I always like seeing new people come in and speak. So I'm not speaking this year, but I'm going to be there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just a big fun party there, and everyone has a good. It time. is. 
Yeah, Jay Marie, you know, it, it's like a family reunion going to Vulture because I get to see everybody that I haven't seen, you know, all year long. You know, we have a, mm -hmm. a group that shows up at Vulture, and, and man, we have a we have a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to that one as well. Yeah, I'm going over. I'm going to be there on the 10th and the 11th of March. We're doing an overnight, which should be fun. yeah. Yeah, we did yeah, one that should be. last year, and that was a blast. Mm hmm. Yeah, I've got a friend lives in Arizona, Andrew. He uh he went to the one last year. He'll probably be there for that one in March as well. He he loves that place too. So it's it's great. Excellent, excellent. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. You know, we've got to keep getting out there. You know, and there's a but there's so many places that I've gone to that I haven't really had a chance to get back to. Um, mm -hmm. Tombstone's always great as well. It's a very small place, but so much history and so much things that are happening. Birdcage is yeah. amazing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've heard about the Birdcage. I haven't gotten there. And uh, that's on the list. There's just, there's so many places to hit. You know, it's, it's hard to hit them all. And, you know, just if I was, if I was uh, independently wealthy, so I wouldn't have to work, I'd be investigating all the time. I'd be all over oh, yeah. the place. Yeah. If I like won the lottery or something, that's what I would be spending most of my time doing. Just going out. Oh, yeah. Having a mm -hmm. good time documenting stuff, doing yeah, for my my Paraflix show and everything to keep it going. You know, it's, yeah, exactly. It's hard. We everyone's got regular jobs. We got to have that regular life going on. Keep, I keep, in a way, it keeps us grounded a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It does. Awesome. All right. Well, that's cool. I mean. Um, mm. Glad you're out there doing that stuff. If you can get to Tombstone, I definitely recommend the Birdcage. Okay. Uh, first time I went there, uh, it was amazing during the daytime, you know, and uh, we're, I just walked in there with me and my wife and we're talking to the guy who runs the place. And I'm like, this is a pretty amazing building. There's so much history about it. And he's all, yeah, just go through the door, go on in and check it out. I'm like, okay. Okay. So we went in there and it's weird. You kind of open that door and it's a step back in time you just step into this thing and you're like whoa you know you wow. can see this the, the the holes in the ceiling where the where they had the cages up there where the girls were dancing and everything uh -huh. and um, obviously all the bullet holes everywhere and stuff at the stage uh, we went through the theater you know went backstage went down mm -hmm. to the lower levels where the where the brothel and everything was and there's this really strange card room in there where they have this, the, the longest poker game in the world happen there. And uh, it was cool. Pictures, did some stuff and came back out. And it was nighttime. And the guy's like, oh, wow, you guys were still in there? I'm like, yeah, we just kind of walked through. He's like, yeah, you guys have been in there like three hours. Wow. It's like, what? what? It, seems, it literally seems like about 45 minutes. Wow. Okay. I caught up in time there. It was really mm -hmm. strange, but that's the kind of place that it is. So, you know, you you guys should go there and just walk around and, and, and check it out and see if that happens yeah. to you too. Yeah, now we definitely have to go. And yeah, with with the with Brian and I together, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. it'll probably be the same thing. We'll be yeah. like, Oh, I, I thought it's only like twenty minutes and here, you know, four hours later we're walking out. <laughs> It was mind blowing. You know, that happened. You know, you get caught up in this this uh, energy vortex. I guess it would be with all you're just there and yeah. checking it out, communicating with the spirits. I mean, there's boots, boot steps everywhere. You hear whispering and talking and stuff. Oh wow! Uh, amazing pictures of uh, faces in the mirror of like some women and stuff. It's pretty pretty amazing place to check out the camp. Okay. I'd yeah. What would be your your most favorite place that you'd want to go check out? Oh, okay, man. I want to go back to Waverly Hills. We we did it once. Mm -hmm. We did a big trip. Um, it's really a tie. Waverly Hills, and while we were back on that trip, we hit a Civil War battlefield called uh, Perrysville Battlefield, and we hit it on the 4th of July. So you can just imagine the fireworks going off. That place was, that battle's still going on. 
it's just crazy we everybody who was there that night had experiences full body apparitions we heard commands being shouted troops running you know the gunshots they might have been real gunshots or echoes i'm not sure on that but (laughs) but all the rest of it it was just oh my god just blow your mind away so i would love to go back you know Waverly, I had a so-so experience. Um, two of the people we were with, they I don't know if they just didn't protect themselves or weren't ready for when we walked in, but they just said I knew that night I had to stay with them because something was something bad would happen. I don't know if something bad, but it was like I got the feeling that there was something dark around them. So I was like, I'm staying with you tonight. So I didn't get to experience a lot of Waverly because I was more watching them than, you know, investigating and doing things that I would normally do. So I want to go back and just redo that one. That's an amazing place. And people always talk about it all the time. You know, they say, they, oh, there's the what is it they have like a a creeper there or something like that some kind of some kind of anomaly that yeah and stuff like that yeah Um, on that i didn't see the creeper but i mean they got shadows all over the place and you know i see shadows like crazy there you can see people you know the shadows walking in and out of rooms down the hallway you know looking at you we heard a couple times we heard like uh the shoes of a nurse walking on the floor you could sit you know see her making her round or hear her footsteps as she was making her rounds um you know, that's why I want to go back because I didn't see the Krooper, but uh, that death shoot, you know, the, the shoot in the bed where they wheeled all the bodies out. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I, I went in and, you know, my friends stayed at the top and I walked about quarter of the way down and I stood there and I just lost count of all the shadows. And then suddenly this really dark figure came up and I swear it was like right in front of my face. And I was like, hi. How are you? Because I was like, uh, I mean, I, it was probably the freakiest thing I'd ever, because I, you know, you always see shadows, but this was like solid black standing oh, yeah. in front of me. Oh, and yeah. it's like, that was the closest a shadow had ever been to me. And I was like, uh, now what do I do? I'm like, okay, okay. I'm staying here. I'm like, hey, good to see you. I'm going to back up now. And I think I stood there 10 seconds, 20 seconds, and then just took two steps back and I said, okay, I'm done. And that was it. Wow. Yeah. That's that. true. My, the first time I ever experienced a, a shadow person Mm-hmm. It kind of caught me by surprise, you know, because you're always talking about it. I mean, you, you see little shadows here and there. It's all, all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the first time I, I, I actually seen one that was like that, pure darkness, mm-hmm. I was walking down this uh, Linda Vista hospital that was in L.A. And I'm coming to an end of a hallway. And I'm talking to um, my spirit photographer, Tara Mead, and we're, like, just talking back and forth, walking in the hallway. and this shadow kind of just kind of gets up and starts moving, right? Like mm-hmm. 10 feet away from us. I'm like, oh, where's this guy going? And I'm looking around behind me to see if there's somebody behind me with a light or something. Mm-hmm. But it's not yeah. us casting a shadow. There's nobody there. And this thing is just <laughs> casually just getting up. And he was really tall, like wow. over six feet. And just casually mm-hmm. cruising, but pure black. Mm-hmm. And just going into, just casually going into the next room, getting out of our way. I'm like, whoa! And I had to think about it. My brain starts going, what am I looking at? What am I looking at? Making sense of what I'm looking at? Yeah, but yeah. It kind of, it kind of made me think about. It. I'm like, that was awesome. You know, that guy just got up out of the corner and took off. He was hiding and just got tired of hiding and went in the other room. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, a mind blowing thing for those of you who want to know more about the shadow people. Uh, be prepared yeah. for that. You know, it's. First time's always a strange thing, and then after that, you kind of get used to it. But that was mm-hmm. kind of mind blowing for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, since then I've seen them, and now it's like, okay, I, you know, I've I've experienced it, so I know what they are. You know, it doesn't freak me out. And then I'm like, okay, come on, you know, you want to come up closer, come check it out. You know, I, you you interact with them more now. You're you're not freaked out, you know, because you you have yeah. the experience. Yeah. And it's not like on TV where we're like, oh, it's a shadow person. It must be demonic or some kind of alien yeah. thing. It's like, no. Come no. On. 
no, you, no, no. You would pick up if it was something trying to harm you or demonic, or whatever. You'd get that mm-hmm. impression. You'd get that sickness that's coming over you, where you just know something's not right. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know I've, yeah, I'm. I've never run into anything. I've run into things that have been angry, things that have kind of frightened me because it's you know, they just come forcefully at you. But I've never run into anything like evil, demonic. That you know, I would not say anything evil demonic i've never run into not saying it doesn't exist i just haven't seen it and thankfully you know i haven't because who knows what would happen yeah yeah i've, you know, I've come across two strange things which i consider to be kind of demonics but it wasn't mm-hmm. like hollywood they weren't trying to grab to get my soul or to do harm they were just like passing through so to speak you know you feel the uh-huh. you feel the strange warm energy off them and they smell terrible like just yeah wow. yeah i can imagine kind of kind of just cruising by it, one of them looked like um you know when you're driving on the road and you see that shimmering effect uh, on the horizon it looked like that like it was invisible like 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 the predator uh-huh. You know, yeah, okay. It's invisible. It's kind of got that glowing thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It looked like that. It looked like wow. You know, like it looked like Grimace from McDonald's. That McDonald's. <laughs> okay, it yeah, was, yeah. It was that I get shape, shit. The mounding uh-huh. shape. It was big and it was just cruising through. Me and me and uh, one of my buddies were like, "What the hell is that?" And you just got whiff of sulfur. I'm like, "Oh, that sucks." Yeah. Cruising through had did, had no interest in us at all. Mm-hmm. So okay, I said, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have went another different direction, but I was like, nah, mm-hmm. let's, just, let's just go. Let him go do his thing. We're gonna go over here. Yeah, he he's going that way. We'll just let him go do his thing, yeah. and yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. We don't, don't need to hang out. But it does it yeah. does exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we got about five minutes left here at the show. The show guys goes by really fast, you know, and I always tell people that. They think it's an hour. Like, what are we going to talk about? It's like, it's like us having a cup of coffee, you know, Starbucks or whatever. We're just going to just chill, talk. Yeah. It'll be over before you know it. They're like, really? It's like, yeah. Yeah, I can't believe an hour's gone by. So, yes, it yeah. does go quick. Everybody's like, you have a, like, a list of questions you're going to ask me so I can prepare? I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to ask you. I, I know who you are. I know about you. Uh, we're mm-hmm. just going to talk and see. Because when we start with, you know, the basics, things kind of unfold throughout the conversation. And it kind of, yeah. guides, you know, there's nothing behind it except for us just having a good time and talking. You know, And it's been yeah. great talking with you. You know, I'm, I'm really glad to have you on the show finally. And uh, we'll have to do this again. We'll have to, you know, do a follow-up show. I like Yeah, Definitely. Absolutely. So for those who might want to learn about your services and the things that you do, um, what would be the best way for them to get a hold of you? The easiest way is uh, off of my Facebook page. I have, you know, obviously my name. I'm on Facebook. You, know, you can send me a friend request. Or for the tarot, it's uh, CK's Tarot Path on Facebook. Um, even if you find me, you know, I, I always link to it every day. I pull a card every day and post that on Facebook, post that on my tarot page. I'm always linking to it. Uh, that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me is through Facebook. Um, there's an Instagram that I've only done a little things with, and um, I want to launch a couple of other things, but I haven't got anything going right now. So just the Facebook is the easiest way. Cool. And when uh, I put everything together, I'll make sure I. You guys can find that link down in the comments, of course. Uh, go ahead and click on that, and I'll take you to his page. You can ask him questions. If you have a similar experience that you want to talk to him about, um, I'm sure he'll be happy to talk to you about his experiences and how he got from point A to point B. For those who want to learn more about it, make sure you uh, hit him up. You know, I'm sure he'll answer all your questions that you guys are looking for, because that's, that's what we do. We pretty much try to keep it... Uh, Everything going, you know, there's a lot of people out there kind of waking up to their senses and looking for mm-hmm. more information, which is, I'm really glad that people like you are out there sharing your information and helping people. Um, that's why we do the University Magicus and those who follow us on Paraflix as well. There's a lot of great classes on there and, 
and shows to watch for, you know, educational purposes and for a lot of fun, you know, because this is really what it's about for me and for a lot of people is uh, we're out there doing this because our passion and our love for being in the field, you know, and uh, we meet new people all the time. And it's really great to have you guys joining us. So thank you guys so much for enjoying the show. Uh, make sure you hit up Charlie. Charlie, it's been absolutely wonderful having you on the show, and I can't wait to see you. Uh, let's get together and have some fun. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, any any questions, anything anybody wants to learn about tarot, hit me up. I'll, you know, I share my knowledge because I always feel the only wrong way to read tarot is to not do it. So, boom, there you good go. Answer. Good answer. Yep. That's true. That's it. All right, and make sure you let us know when your cards are coming out. Oh, I will. I will. That'll be great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, I guess I've got pretty much most of the major arcana in my head. So, I just have to get it on paper. Cool. All right, cool. Looking forward to that. And thank you, Charlie. And you have uh, a wonderful evening. And say hi to Brian for us as well. All right, will do. You have a great one, Stefan. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed the show. And yes, I'll, I'll be back again. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. So that was awesome. Charlie's a great guy. You know, hit him up, learn more about him, learn more about the Taro stuff. Um, he'll be talking about that as some of the Paracons. He's got some events coming up, of course, the Pacific Coast Paracon coming up here in June. Uh, for those who are in the Central California area, that is the place to be. So make sure you go. Uh, you can go to TicketWeb, reserve your spot now, and make sure you tune in to My Darkest Hour. And whether you're listening to on the radio or where you're watching the podcast here, um, always great to hear from you. Leave a comment. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. You know, it helps us going, keep going in. Make sure you subscribe so you can get that alert when we have new shows coming out, like this one today. You know, it's been a great time talking to Charlie and looking forward to hearing more about some of his adventures. So with that being said, that's going to be it for the show. And we will see you guys uh, next time. Make sure you go to um, University Magicus. Sign up for the classes. You know, we're teaching a lot of stuff. We're really pushing it out there. So we will see you guys soon. And uh, make sure when you go on there, leave a comment. If you have any questions or things that you want us to do more on the show, if you have an idea that we would like to cover, uh, we'll be glad to do that for you guys. So in the meantime, you guys have an awesome week, and we will see you guys next time right here on My Darkest Out. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.